Welcome to the podcast, Travel, Eat, Cook. Here we'll talk to people who travel all over the world and immerse themselves in local food culture. This is Stacy Archer with the blog, Seven Plates. I'm here today with Richard Barker. Richard, nice to have you on. Thank you so much, nice to be invited. Your accent is giving you away. You're originally from England? Yes, so I am English through and through, 100%. Wonderful. So I noticed that on my blog the other day, I was asking for some opinions on great, you know, British food. And so many people chimed in with so many different ideas. But I loved your response because you're from England. You've been around. You know the food. You know the culture very well. You know, we get a bad we get a bad reputation for having not good food. And it's it's totally not correct. You know, everyone thinks really good food is French and Italian, but English cuisine is equally as delicious. What are some of your favorite foods that you like from English cuisine? Oh, my gosh. I, uh, well, I love a, I love a good traditional plowman's lunch, which would, would it would be like a big lunch that you can get in a pub. Lots of cheeses, pickles, breads. Uh, scotched egg, that kind of thing. So it's a cold platter, uh, lots of um, sort of salad with it. Uh, I like a, um, a traditional roast dinner, which is Yorkshire puddings, gravy, potatoes, vegetables, all that kind of thing, parsnips, all that stuff. Uh, obviously, shepherd's pie is English. You know, a lot of people think it's Irish, but there's actually shepherd's pie, which is English, and then there's cottage pie, which I believe is Irish. And so obviously most people know what a shepherd's pie is. Fish and chips. There's all kinds of you know, bangers and mash. But there's all different kinds of bangers and mash. You know, it's not just one kind of banger and mash. So lots of different things. But they're, they're off the top of my head. Right. And you, as you go through some of those items, um, yeah. many of them to Americans who have not traveled much to hear what is a Scottish egg? Or what is a banger? Do you want to just briefly explain <laughs> yeah. that to the, the Americans? It would probably take a year and a half to, to finish the argument of what a true banger is. But typically, it's a beef sausage. So it's, it's not a pork sausage. There's, there's different kinds of bangers and mash. And there's a pork sausage banger and mash. There's a beef sausage banger and mash. And usually, it's you know mashed potato, but, but sort of handmade uh, with onions and, and gravy. And then a certain type of sausage, you know, a Walls banger, which is a sausage which would come from the butcher's shop. Um, Hard to really explain because you don't really get the same sausages over here than what we get. We get different types of bacon as well. So it really isn't the same stuff. Um, I got asked once if it was like a breakfast link and it's completely the opposite. Doesn't even come close to tasting the same. Um, But it's about the type of sausage. Well, what's so interesting now is I think we're more of a global food culture than we've ever yeah. been. We can go online, you can go Amazon Whole Foods, and you can order these things. Oh, um, yeah. So it's, you know, anyone listening right now to you talking about your quintessential UK food that you remember or speak fondly of, if they truly wanted to, they could go and order it and ship it and try it in their own kitchen, which is what I'm hoping to encourage. Yeah, there's a shop called Wise, which is Welsh, Irish, Scottish, and English, like an online food store. And they have real, tr- you know, they have stuff that they import over. 
um, that, that, that is really good for just like you've said, you know, online ordering for all kinds of different types of food. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about uh, London. You were telling me earlier that London is a great place to visit. It has great food, but sometimes getting out of the outskirts of the city is where you can find some true gems. Yeah, because the thing is, you know, going, going to London, it's obviously a big capital city. Uh, all the workers in all the restaurants and even, even a lot of the chefs aren't actually Londoners from London. They're kind of, you know, imported in just as, like Vegas. No one's from Vegas. They're imported in. So if you can get outside of London, you're going to get better, more authentic and actually cheaper food than just the mass produced typical chain sort of pubs that you see in London everywhere. Unless you go to the outskirts of London. And where would you recommend if we were going to go to London? What would be worth the jaunt outside of London? Where would you, where would you I suggest? Would, I, would, I would get on a train. Everything's, you know, about Europe is taking the train. So you'd get on the train and about, uh, oh, probably about an hour later, you'd be in Canterbury. So that's, that's Canterbury in Kent. And it's a beautiful Kentish old medieval town with castles and, you know, a big sort of um, fortress there. And it's just local pubs, local cuisine, lots of countryside and a medieval city. So that would be one of my recommendations canterbury and it, when you go to canterbury is there any specific pub or place you'd recommend going or any specific food you'd recommend having yeah you know i would i would go down go down the little castle walls and and one of the tests is you know when the door frame is really small because people used to be short back in the day and you can barely get through the door and it's all wonky that's a good sign and then if they have like a little chalkboard outside with the pub specials, then you can't go wrong. So I would say go into one of these little old, um, what you would call in America, mom and pop. And what we call just like it's a generational thing. It's, you know, hundreds of years of being an old tavern or an old inn, seeing what's on the special board. And you might find that you can eat like goose or you might be able to get like, you know, special, you know, pheasant. Pheasant pie is really good or partridge or, you know, something you haven't tried before would definitely be in these small little pubs for sure. Wonderful. And so if we were going to go any other place, do you have any other recommendations? Yeah, I would say go to Windsor. Obviously, it's famous for Windsor Castle. Uh, it's actually a residence of the Queen. And um, what's, what's good about Windsor is you can take a boat ride. Uh, it's just outside of the, uh, the city of London, so it's close. And again, you know, the big castle there, it's very touristy, but there's lots of little nice little restaurants there with the uh, the old school white tablecloths and, uh, you know, that the servers dressed with, you know, in black and white, that kind of thing, white gloves, lots of nice places to go that are fancy. So that would be Windsor. So would that be a place, one of my favorite um, Christmas dishes to make when I'm yeah. thinking about fancy British food? I think about Beef Wellington. Oh, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Would that be a place you would go and order Beef Wellington? Absolutely. Yeah. You would go to a little traditional uh, English restaurant, or they'll call it like an English fair, F-A-Y-R-E. And okay. uh, you go in there and, yeah, you could order a Beef Wellington and they and rhubarb and custard, you know, for dessert. And it would be outstanding. 
It's making my mouth water right now. <laughs> I, know. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us one other place for our listeners that you would recommend going if they're making a trip to London. Yeah. So the first two I gave you were down south, and that's where I'm from, the south. Uh, my mum and dad are actually from the north, however, so they're from Yorkshire, which is the other side of the country. So uh, I'm clear south, and if you go clear north, um, right towards Scotland, just before the border, uh, you would go to Yorkshire. And Yorkshire is really old school. They have a different type of food. They have different sort of accents and traditions. And I would say go there because the... Uh, the countryside in Yorkshire is just beautiful. Wonderful. And is that where Yorkshire gets the whole Yorkshire pudding from? I'm, I mean, I'm guessing it would be yeah, Yorkshire. Yeah. You get Yorkshire pudding, you get Yorkshire tea. They have, uh, they have a lot of um, desserts that are specific to Yorkshire. And, uh, you know, like a lot of Yorkshire is very, very old school, whereas the South is a little bit more modern. Uh, when, when I say modern, just thousands of years a bit more modern kind of thing but um up in yorkshire that they've got some really old you know teapots and little tea rooms and things like that that you don't see as much of down south so up north you'd eat you'd eat like a scone which is like a little which is like a little tea cake and uh uh things like that you are, are better up north okay and now i'm going to ask you a question about drinks about English, is it? Is there a beer? Is there a specific <laughs> cocktail? I mean, oh, I, I know you probably are experienced in that too. Yeah, uh, you know what's funny is when you when you go out with a girl in England, not always, but most of the time, usually a a, a girl will drink a, a half pint of beer. So they make like a half pint glass, almost just like a miniature sized pint glass, but like a little dinky one. And um, up north, it's like bitter. It's called Best Bitter, which is the best kind of beer. Um, and it's kind of, you know, has a foam on the, on the top. And it's, it's not, it's kind of like Guinness, but milder is the best way to describe it. And it's brown, like real ale, which is, which is delicious. So most people drink beer as the, um, as the kind of uh, drink of the nation. And the best way that I've, I've learned since I've been in the U.S., for every single Starbucks you see in the U.S. and every single Dunkin' Donuts you see, the equivalent is we have pubs. So if there's 6,000 Starbucks in Florida, there's 6,000 pubs. You know, it's kind of like they match them. Hard to find a Starbucks in England, but easy to find a pub kind of thing. I think that summarizes <laughs> the culture beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're a nation of drinkers. I mean, I've not met English an Englishman or woman that, that doesn't like to have a couple of pints on a Sunday afternoon and then have a nap, you know, outside or something, you know, when it's when the weather's nice. <laughs> Great. So you're giving me the idea of one of my next trips are going to be to go to London. Yeah. To get that high, half pint of best bitter beer. Yeah. Or you can get like London Courage. There's a there's a drink called London, London Pride or London Courage. And these are all wartime kind of breweries. So that, that would give you this pride and courage, you know, get one of those. It sounds wonderful. And then I know, <laughs> I know me, I'm a big fish and chips eater. And Ooh, I have yes. heard from everybody and anybody will tell you, there's nothing like an English pub's fish and chips. So can't I'm, beat it. You can't beat it. So I think I'll be doing a half pint of beer and some fish and chips. Now, here's the thing with the fish and chips. 
depending on who you talk to, they're going to say yes or no to mushy peas, right? Because fish and chips come with mushy peas. And I, per- I personally don't like them, but the rest of my family love them. So it's kind of a, a love-hate relationship with mushy peas. I, yeah, that's something I think for uh, an American palate, we don't think of mushy peas very much. We think of French fries. And then when you say chips, you're not referring to French fries. You're referring to something different, correct? No, chips. So fish and chips. We call chips what you call French fries. Okay. And what you call chips, we call crisps because they're crisp. So uh, we just have different words. So um, obviously you have, you call them, you know, fries. We call them chips. Okay, but then, right. but they're normally fatter. You know, they're normally like really fat, bad for you, and they're normally kind of deep fried. Our chips. It, it sounds <laughs> wonderful. I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, Richard, thank you so much for being on oh, no this podcast, and um, hopefully, we're giving people ideas that when you know we are free to travel again, let's definitely put on our list um, the areas outside of London, Canterbury, Windsor, and Yorkshire. Thank you very much for being a part of this podcast. Uh, this is Travel, Eat, Cook, and Richard, take care. Take care. All the best.